you're listening to the Growth Over Fear podcast, where we help you overcome your fears, lean into growth, and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled, healthy life. I'm your host, Sarah Martin, personal trainer and online fitness coach. If you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are, let go of your fears, and feel proud and energized to live a life you love, then this show is for you. Now, let's get started. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy October. Wow, it's already October. Pretty soon as we 2023, I just feel like the time flies by so quickly every year. And it's insane. And all the more reason to soak up each moment that we have because it goes by so fast. I feel like this is the best time to like get outside as well when the fall colors are changing. It's cool, refreshing outside. So what a great time to like go for a walk and get outside before the cold sits in and winter's here. This past weekend, we actually went on a hike in Colorado here at Golden Canyon State Park. It was beautiful. The fall colors were yeah, peaking and it was great. There's a lot of yellow leaves in Colorado, not much red. And I mean, more like yellow and orange. And it is so beautiful, it like pops out. That was a lot of fun. So I hope you had a wonderful weekend and get outside. Enjoy the fall weather we have here. So I want to start our episode today with our positive quote. I know I just started doing this a few episodes back and I'm going to continue continue doing it. And yeah, just to start off on a good note. So it is don't start your day with the broken pieces of yesterday. Every day is a fresh start. Each day is a new beginning. Every morning we wake up is the first day of our new life. Bam. I think that is a great quote. Each day is a great opportunity to start fresh. That's what I love about that's what I love about mornings because just there's something about getting up early and like having that fresh start to your day and really thinking about who do you want, how do you want to show up today? What is on your to-do list? How are you going to accomplish that? And just a great new beginning to start the week off and or start the day off and start on a positive note. Now, have you ever felt you could either have a life or be fit, healthy, strong, and confident? Or ever find yourself taking mental health days, really struggling to actually take care of your physical health too, and the balance of them both. For instance, you feel like maybe really lazy lately and don't feel like moving your body and find yourself just taking mental health days like, all right, I'm just going to kind of rest, listen to my body, and not really taking action to prioritize your physical health, such as exercise, nutrition, or do you put a lot of focus? Maybe you're the opposite. You put a lot of focus on your training in the gym and your workouts and running or whatever physical activity you're doing. Maybe you're macro counting like crazy or calorie counting, being really strict with yourself, not really taking any rest days. And find that at the end of the day, you don't truly feel happy or fulfilled. Now, if you find yourself in any of these situations, I totally understand. I've been in all of these scenarios and it can be difficult to prioritize both our physical and mental health. Oftentimes people will tend to focus on one over the other and change throughout their journey. Kind of like, oh, 
focusing on the mental health aspect. Now I want to focus on physical health and kind of, you know, flip flop between the two or kind of working on both, but struggling to find that balance. Because I believe both are very necessary. We need to focus on both for a balanced, healthy lifestyle. And they go hand in hand, right? They're both inter- they're both super, super important and correlate with one another. Like I said, I've been in all these situations where I found myself in, you know, a poor mental health state, not feeling motivated to like exercise, or I was really big into like hyper-focus, obsessed with training really intently six days a week, seven days a week, and not really taking time for other things in my life. So I used to turn down hanging out with friends or placing the gym over the other more important things in my life. But once I started to set my priorities in order, I saw better results. Plus, I felt so much better. I was way more fulfilled and more, I think the right word I would say is like at peace where I was because I wasn't all in and one thing. I was, you know, had a balanced approach to spending time with my family and spending time alone, but then also like, you know, fitting in the exercise piece and prioritizing my nutrition with good quality food. And then also, like I said, taking time for the mental aspect too. A lot of times what holds us back is feeling like the little things we do won't add up. All those little things like listening to a podcast or going for a walk during your lunch break. We, we feel like, ah, oh, like I haven't done enough this week. We don't feel like it's enough. But it does. You don't need to spend the hours in the gym. You don't need to count your calories every single day through an app to see results. Most importantly, you don't need to sacrifice, like I did, the more important things in your life, like family and friends. If anything, you should be prioritizing those things because people and who you spend your time with and your connection, social connection, community is so, so important. So combining all those things, right, connection and having your family go for a walk is going to be way more beneficial rather than isolating yourself. So yes, it does require sacrifice to reach your goals, whether it's being more confident and prioritizing your mental health and how you take care of yourself. Also sacrifice in terms of physical health, right? Making time for exercise and training and doing the yoga, doing the mobility or whatever it is that you need, that you want to do. It does require that sacrifice because you need to change, right? In order to want something different you have to do something different so crucial to be able to recognize okay well what I'm doing isn't working (laughs) so something needs to change reflecting on that like in order to want whatever it is you want it needs to change and that can come with three different sections of number one making adjustments so making a plan to fit in both the workouts but also the fun for your mental health, having time with family, friends, or better yet, some journaling time. Number two, discipline. It requires discipline to focus on both the mental and health and mental and physical health. You need to make time for it. Kind of get yourself into that routine. 
also stretching without um, or working out each time of the week, right? Making a plan. Like, okay, I know looking at your schedule, when you can fit it in, it's going to require some discipline. And right, everyone's, everyone's like mental health looks different compared to another individual and what they'd like to do for their mental health and self-care. But either way, it's going to require some discipline to take action. Number three is giving yourself self-grace, right? Give yourself grace. It doesn't need to be as hard as you're making it. I promise it doesn't need to be hard. It can be simple and easy and convenient. And that's what I said before. Like it, it, it's those little things and maintaining our balance is going to be a crucial or critical element in being successful. Not only in, if you own a business, in your work, with family, relationships, it requires a balanced approach. And it can be tempting to put all of your energy into one of those, right? It can be tempting to, if you own your own business, put all your work and energy into the business and not find time, you know, you work 12 hour days and you're like, struggling at the end of the day feeling so exhausted I can't make it to the gym and when we're able to take time to relax and recharge it allows you to think more clearly allows you to show up in other aspects of your life more confidently and more positive more focused so I want to dive deeper into this aspect of balancing both mental and physical health and I, I believe we all know that it is really important. It's just hard to take action. You know, it's hard to put off, all right, I'm going to be done with work at 6 p.m. <laughs> or, you know, whether it's time, whether it's the commitment or life, right? Life happens and things change and circumstances. Life is just always crazy. There's always stress. There's always things. So once people take time to make exercise priority priority their mental health will shift and they'll feel so much better so i believe that if we focus more on so say you're you know kind of struggling fitting in the mental health self-care once if you focus more on you know making time to exercise doing those little things it's gonna go hand in hand with your mental health your mentality will shift and that's what I love about exercise. It's such an important tool. It allows you to overcome your adversity and challenges. It really challenges you and it can show you how amazing and capable our body is. Our bodies are so dang incredible. And we don't do the uncomfortable things to see its capabilities. We got to do those things. Whether it's, you know, signing up for that marathon or whether it's whatever challenges you, it's so great to do it to not only impact you physically, but also mentally and how you'll combat stress as well. One of my favorite books that I always refer back to and I love is called Spark. I will put it in the show notes, but it's Spark by John J. Brady, and it is wonderful. It talks about, it's basically the revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain. So it goes deep into the science of beating stress, 
sharpening your thinking, learning, lifting your mood, boosting your energy, and so much more, and how exercise plays a huge role in that process. So, which is everything I love, (laughs) our brain and development and how exercise plays a role. So, exercise controls the emotional and physical feelings of stress, right? And also works at the cellular level. But we look at exercise as a form of stress, which it is, but the brain activity caused by exercise generates molecular byproducts that can damage cells, but under normal circumstances, repairs mechanisms leave cells harder for future challenges. So your neurons get broken down and built up just like our muscles do during stress and stress them, stressing them makes them more resilient. This is how exercise forces the body and mind to adapt. And that's why it, it's so great for adversity and making us feel like our minds and bodies are stronger because they are and more resilient, better able to handle any future challenges and to think on our feet and adapt more easily. So like regular aerobic activity like running or walking can calm the body. It can handle more stress before the serious response involving heart rate and stress hormones kick in. There's so much in this book that I would highly recommend if this is something you're interested in learning more about to check out. He goes into more depth about, like I said, learning and how we can grow our brain cells through exercise. It also was talked about in the book about ADHD and how Redolin is eases that disorder by raising the dopamine, which calms the mind. And most of these drugs improve mental health they target just one of neurotransmitters out of like three that regulate your mood just like how a little bit of prozac or a little bit of redolin exercise elevates these neurotransmitters so exercise basically balances all these neurotransmitters and helps the body and brain keep in balance and that'll change your life so they go hand in hand if that doesn't show you that they do. So basically what I'm trying to say is essentially exercise helps produce molecules that strengthen your brain against stress. So if you want to be more resilient, exercise, whether that be running, weightlifting, playing sports, anything, you'll never regret it because you're going to be more resilient and more adaptive to whatever life throws at you. So no matter how hectic your schedule is, most everyone can spare 10 minutes. And this is in another episode I talk about fitting in exercise, whether you're a busy mom or working from home. Taking 10 minutes and doing something active is going to pay off in the long run, right? Something is always better than nothing. So whether that be stretching, jogging, squatting, holding a, a plank, you know, taking whatever time you got and do some form of exercise. If you are in really limited time, I I recommend strength training for the most bang for your buck. Three days a week, whatever time you can allow, with some walking every day or whatever you can allow, and maybe some HIIT training, which is high-intensity interval training. So that's just getting your heart rate up um, and doing that minimally um, one day a week. But that's just, again, going into 
recommendations for what you can fit in with what the time you have. But 10 minutes, that's going to pay off so much more. Now we can focus on mental health more often. I feel like when things aren't going well, right? Like when life throws you a curveball and you get down, we're going to be a little less motivated to move oftentimes and kind of get, especially if you have dealt with poor mental health, it can be really tough to, you know, want to do those things, especially if you don't know what you're doing or getting in that routine. So in these circumstances, it does require some planning, taking action, first and foremost. Then I recommend just doing some light activity. So even on those days when, wow, like I cannot do today, I do not feel like going to the gym, give yourself those 10 minutes, 10 minutes to move your body. And I promise you, you're going to feel so much better. Like the, the drive is not going to be there all the time. It won't. It won't be there. And that's okay. But the moment you just move and whether that's dancing, literally put on a song and start dancing. I look like I look ridiculous when I do this sometimes when I clean, but it's so much fun and it allows you to just move and get those motions out of your body. Or whether it's connecting with some friends and going for a walk around the town or doing some yoga, putting on a YouTube video and following along with professional (laughs) accredited people, that is also great. And oftentimes when it comes to mental health, especially if you're in a very busy work environment, hectic schedule, you have kids, we place everyone's needs above our own. And that allows, and that in return has us struggling to find time. You know, we start reading, you might start reading something about meditation. All right, I'm going to do 10 days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then you forget. You do it Monday, Wednesday rolls around. Oh, shoot. It's Thursday now. I'll forget it. And you don't do it. Or you skip the gym one day and then agree to try again. And it's just a pattern. Right, this might sound familiar. We want to get into those habits and it's hard to build it. My recommendation is give yourself five to ten minutes. Five days a week. Five to ten minutes. Put on a block in your calendar. Put your like literally put the words move. (laughs) So it's a reminder for you to get up and move your body. Those little things add up and they make such a big difference to maintain a balanced approach to mental and physical health. I understand that an hour is a long, hard for many people to fit in. So I always recommend five to 10 minutes and you could do move Monday, Tuesday, breathe. Wednesday, move. Thursday, breathe. Friday, move and breathe. (laughs) So that way you're prioritizing both mental and physical health. I mean, in return, the, the do, moving your body is going to help your, you feel more focused, more productive. But having that balance of, okay, I want to move my body. And then Tuesday, maybe you're just going to take those five minutes and breathe. Get out a piece of paper, write down, like almost like a brain dump, writing down all your thoughts and allowing yourself to breathe. Wednesday, again, you'll move, you'll stretch, you'll go for a walk like jog in place, whatever it is. And then, and then, yeah, then the next day you'll breathe, 
journal or do some self-care, put on your favorite jams and, you know, do whatever you love to do during that time. Because more often than not, we separate the two, mental and physical health, but they go hand in hand. Poor physical health can increase our risk of developing more mental health problems, just as poor mental health can negatively affect your physical health. And a lot of our poor mental health problems we see today is linked to what we're eating and that we're not moving our body. We get stuck in a pattern like I was talking about. But our nutrition plays a huge role, and I wanted to touch on that as well. We're eating a lot of processed, high-sugar, low-fiber foods, which has us not feeling great. Low energy, not focused throughout your day, that crash later in the afternoon. So I'll definitely have more another episode to come about nutrition and mental health and how you can eat certain foods to kind of really help build um, better mental health. But three things I want to talk about today was folate, which is linked to decreasing developing depression. So eating foods like fruits, beans, your nuts, your leafy greens like spinach, kale are really great for getting folate in. Another great vitamin is vitamin D. If we're very deficient in vitamin D, that can increase rates of depression. You're more tired, things like that. So getting out in the sunlight, going for a walk, those are going to have you in return feeling better mental health and better physically. Salmon, there's other multiple foods you can eat for vitamin D as well. And then lastly, omega-3s, so healthy fats. They really help stabilize your mood feeling more focused and just more stable, more happy. And who doesn't want that? (laughs) So eating more oily fish, walnuts, olive oil, think just healthy fats are in that category. So doing all these things, having this balance between light activity and breathing and having a combination of mental health and physical health It's going to have your body, brain, and heart thank you. Like I mentioned, I know it is so, so tough to prioritize them both, but think of them not as separate. Think of them as hand in hand, that you're going to be helping both of them out if you move. And I believe that exercise plays a crucial role in how we feel. Right, the endorphins, the feel-good chemicals, we feel so ready to conquer life after we exercise. Have you ever talked to someone right after like a cycle class? They're like on top of the world. They're like, how's it going, Sarah? What's up? What are you doing today? Like they're so happy or any exercise like workout. They're so happy and well, right. They might be tired, but they're in a really great mood compared to when they walked in. This is just a reminder to give yourself grace Going back to how I started this episode, giving yourself grace, making adjustments when needed. So making a plan to fit in both the working out, the fun, the self-care, and then also finding that discipline and taking action. Five to 10 minutes, y'all. Try it. Try it out. Schedule it in your planner, your calendar, and your computer. And I hope this helps. I hope this helps. And 
Like I mentioned before, every day is a new opportunity to do better and be better. And your future healthiest self will thank you. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share with a friend. I appreciate all the support on this podcast. So have an amazing day. And if you've not already, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah with an H T M wellness to yeah see what I'm up to. But I'd love to hear from you. Have a great rest of your day. And I'm sending you all the love and happiness. And I'll see you on the next episode.